welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast, where we discuss faith, relationships, and life advice. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite cozy drink and start the day with us. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I have an exciting guest on because it's one of my friends, Rachel, who I'm just excited to talk to in general and kind of catch up through the podcast. Um, But first, I'll share what I'm grateful for. And today, I'm grateful that school is almost out. When we are recording this, when this comes out, it might already be done, but um, I can see the end in sight. And there's a lot more like just fun things coming up the next few days for the kids. So that is a relief. And I'm excited for that. So Rachel, welcome on. Hello. You can just start off by sharing what you're grateful for. And then we might do a couple other little intro questions. Okay, yes. I'm also grateful that school is almost over. I'm also a teacher. But um, my gratefulness today is about work tomorrow. I am taking the day off. So I was thinking maybe I should do something that gives me, that makes me look like a better person, but, um, you know, a day off of work, I have some things I need to do and, um, hopefully I'll be productive. Everybody loves a day off. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yes. And it's legal. I'm not just like skipping work. I, it's legal. I put in my time. (laughs) Um, okay. So actually while we're talking about that, do you just want to really quick say what you do? Yes. I teach ESL English as a second language to adult immigrants. So it's very relaxed. Um, we just do like conversation. Maybe I teach them about citizenship, being, becoming a citizen. And I absolutely love it. I have spent time overseas and, um, immigrants are what I love and this job helps me um, help them and I get to do what I feel called to do which is awesome that's amazing I honestly think your job sounds like it would be so fulfilling and it's so fun. the best yes I will bring you to the dark side you will come <laughs> and do this as well I One have day. said to you know all the people close to me I have said if I do go back into teaching I would love to do something like that I would Mm -hmm. love to teach adults ESL because for similar reasons that you said but I think it sounds amazing yeah um but just real quick I guess to give a little background Rachel and I met in college we are in a group of really close friends who all still regularly you know, see each other when we can, still talk. And I just want to say as an introduction to Rachel that I have learned a lot from her in general, especially when it comes to spiritual topics or missions or just like having the right heart about different things. I have sought Rachel out for advice throughout the years. And so when I asked her to be on the podcast and she told me this topic that's been on her heart, I was very excited because I think I personally have a lot to learn as well. So do you want to just say like in general what the topic is and why it's kind of come up for you in your life? Yes. And I will echo your sentiments. I feel like you're a trusted friend, someone that I can um, go to for advice. And I feel like you're not going to give me crazy answers. So I, (laughs) I feel the same way about you. So that is very sweet. But There were a lot of different topics that I like debated about, but I felt like for me personally, God laid this specific topic on my heart, which is eliminating noise from our lives. Mm -hmm. And the reason I kind of, um, the first reason that this was in my mind is because one of my students randomly gave me a book called The Power of Silence. And... I do not endorse this book. I didn't actually read it, but it got me thinking like, okay, why did this person randomly give this book? And, um, you know, like this is a big problem. People are always listening to stuff. I feel like I'm always listening to a podcast. I always have music going on. And I was just like, I don't have time for God. Or like, I think I don't have time to pray and study my Bible yet. I have all this time to listen to podcasts and everything. And so I felt convicted. The book kind of prompted me to think about it more, even though I didn't read the book, just the title Mm -hmm. in and of itself. And so um, 
uh, I think we can just chat about it today. I I would love to hear your thoughts about it too. I have some thoughts and this is stemming from my own personal reflection because this is something that I have needed to work on and I'm kind of working on it as well, but it'll be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to learn too, because I agree with you that this is something that has come up for me as like, I don't know, conviction sounds really strong, but like as something that I have noticed as an issue at different points in my own life. And I think you definitely have, you know, thought more thoroughly through it. Mine's just been like kind of a passing observation, like, wow, I haven't had any time without some sort of noise in my ears or without, you know, talking to people or music or videos or whatever. I've noticed that, but I have not been extremely intentional about doing something about it. So I'm excited to hear some of your ideas. Right. And I feel like most people don't even think about it as something negative because we always talk about, oh, don't spend too much time on Facebook or don't spend Mm -hmm. too much time on YouTube or watching movies, you know, like the social media thing I feel like is very common and like everyone gets that, okay, we need to cut down on that. But then I feel like, okay, so we go to podcasts, we go to music because that's the better answer. And so I'm, I feel like there's nothing wrong with it inherently. And there's actually a lot of beneficial things about it, but I think it's just too much. And maybe we're missing out on, on more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I was just trying to think of like different, examples of noise that we put in our ears constantly. Um, I felt bad bringing this up to you about podcasts. I'm like, Bailey's going <laughs> to hate me if I tell people to stop listening to podcasts on her podcast. I'm literally going to make that the title. <laughs> stop listening to this podcast. No, well, I think and, it's funny. Yes. No. And I love podcasts. I love podcasts, but that's something that consumes a lot of time. Listening to music, listening to audiobooks, the radio in your car. Yes. I know I'm guilty of like turning on YouTube when I'm working around the house and just listening to something on there. And even I feel like talking on the phone, which talking on the phone, I feel like is kind of a different category, but it's filling empty time. You know, it's like, yeah, maybe if you have dead space, it's like, oh, well, let me just call somebody. And then you're listening to them the whole time. And then boom, all your free time is gone. And so that's the kind of noise that I'm talking about trying to eliminate during this podcast. But right. And I think you're right, because you kind of mentioned like when there's free time or when we just have something to do and we want to almost like multitask and, you know, have something on as well. Maybe the issue is more so like our motivation behind it. Like, are we trying to drown out our thoughts or our prayers and be constantly distracted? Or, you know, I feel like what you said about podcast and music, maybe there's times that like, oh, I want to seek this out because, you know, it's going to help me learn or feel better or, boost my mood or something like that. I feel like that could be different maybe. Right. And I feel like there's times where I get so caught up in different seasons of like listening to Christian podcasts, listening to Christian music, Mm -hmm. listening to different interviews about, you know, from Christian singers or whatever. And I'm like, I'm doing so much of that, but am I actually reading my Bible? Am I actually (laughs) praying? And so I think we can even get caught up into that, like, oh, this is great. This is helping me. But even though it's something good, we're missing out on the thing that is actually better, which is going straight to God. We don't need to listen to that interview so Mm -hmm. we can learn that thing. Maybe God just wanted to tell us that directly in his word, not saying that he can't use those podcasts or whatever, but that's a common thing that's just been in my mind a lot. Yeah, that's fair. I think so too. Like I've had times of life, actually, I mean, we talked about, (laughs) we met in college, but actually I remember significantly a time in college where I felt completely overwhelmed with so many Christian messages, which like you said, have a good intention. They, they have a good purpose for learning and stuff like that. But I remember feeling like, you know, I have these classes where I'm learning Christian concepts. I go to chapel through our college on the weekdays. I go to church on the weekends. I'm trying to read on my own. I'm reading these books. And I felt like there are too many messages for my mind. Like Mm -hmm. I'm being pulled in all of these directions, even though they were good things to learn. I was, I really felt like I was at capacity and I was like, okay, what do I actually need to focus on God because 
I feel like everything I listen to or read, like they're all trying to just blow my mind and make me see something mm-hmm. from a new perspective. And it was overwhelming. <laughs> so I agree with you just getting to the root of like, okay, what is God teaching me right now? Not necessarily seeking every single outlet possible to, you know, fill my silence and fill my mind space. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so for me, when I realized like, oh, I'm spending all this time listening to something. Like I couldn't even take a shower without having something playing in the background Mm -hmm. or couldn't drive two miles down the road without, I have to listen to something. Let me start this podcast. I can just listen to two minutes of it, you know, like that kind of thing. And I was like, this is a problem. I can't just sit in silence. And I, I don't want to judge other people, but I see everybody you know, all my friends or people you see with headphones in when they're on a walk. Like, I just feel like it's kind of podcasts are huge these days, Spotify, all those things. And so, um, I just feel like it's a common problem. And so when I came to that realization, I was like, okay, what am I going to do about it? Because I, I did feel convicted. And so during Easter break, I didn't have to work Friday and the Monday. So I had a four day weekend and I just felt like, I'm going to take those four days and I'm not going to listen to anything. I'm not going to um, even play worship music. I'm not going to listen to a sermon. I'm even the good things. I was like nothing. And so during, during that period of time, I didn't have any huge revelation. I wish I would have, you know, like there was no God speaking to me or anything like that, but it did kind of spark something in me that made me want more of that silence and quality time with God. Mm-hmm. And did you do something similar? I know we kind of talked about this. Did you give up noise or something for Lent or I did a, so kind of, <laughs> I kind of cheated. So what I wanted to do for Lent is a prayer walk every day that I could, which Lent's 40 days. And I think I might've missed five or something. So I was not like the most faithful committed to my goal. <laughs> but um, when I could, like weather permitting and schedule permitting, I did a prayer walk and it started out like I would say, you know, I'm not listening to anything for my whole walk, but like sometimes I walk for like 45 minutes or an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I felt like I almost ran out of things to pray about, which I guess is a good problem to have. But it also, like you said, like we're not typically spending probably enough time in prayer. So it also was probably just a lack of practice in that discipline to where I was like, all right, I said the things that first came to my mind, like I did it. Um, But so I started out just, you know, giving myself like a certain amount of time, like, you know, I'm going to pray for however long I'm walking. And then sometimes if I like had something that I wanted to do afterwards, or I wanted to call someone or something, I would like set myself a certain amount of time and say like, I'm only praying for this amount of time. And if I run out of things to pray, you know, talking to God, then I wanted to quiet my mind as much as possible and give God space then to, you know, reveal anything to me that was happening at the time. So I either would say like for my whole walk, I'm not doing anything, or I would set a time frame like for the first, you know, 20 minutes or whatever it was. I won't listen to anything. And then if I had to call someone, I would. So it wasn't as lengthy as yours by any means. Well, I love what you said, though, about how you ran out of things to pray about, because yes, <laughs> I get what you're saying. And it just sounds so silly to say, because there's an infinite amount of things to pray about. So it's like, yeah. really, Bailey, you ran out of things to pray about. Right. But I get what you're saying. And I feel like people listening probably have come to the same problem. Like, how am I supposed to pray for my whole 30 minute drive to work? Or how am I supposed to be quiet and not think about anything for my hour long walk? Like, I think that's a prop, like a common problem. Yeah. And so it, I'm glad you said that because I feel I, I have felt the same way too. And what I would do when I would go on walks, because that's one of the main times I like, do like to listen to stuff. I go on a walk. It's very relaxing. I listen to whatever podcast or, you know, I keep saying podcast, but I'm not trying to bash on podcasts. That's just like where my mind is at mostly, but music, okay. whatever, whatever you listen to audiobooks. I don't listen to audiobooks personally. So that's why it's not in the front of my mind. But, um, what I would like to do is just start my walk. And I would just kind of like say something to God, like, okay, we're together. Let's mm-hmm. go on this walk. Like nothing super official or whatever. 
And then I would just let my mind wander. Like I would just think about the day, think about things I need to do. And even though it's not prayer necessarily, as we think of traditional prayer, I would treat that as prayer Mm -hmm. and whatever's in my mind, I'm giving that to God or I'm allowing God to like um, bring things to mind that need to be brought to mind or I'm listening if he has something he wants to say about it. And I'm just kind of letting my mind do whatever it wants to do. Like no restrictions. I'm not going to keep redirecting myself if I'm thinking about something I shouldn't think about. Like I'm thinking about, if I'm thinking about the groceries, that's what I'm thinking about. So I just Mm -hmm. give myself time to wander. And then gradually, like I kind of shifted over and invite God into that more um, in a structured way. Like, okay, this is on my mind, Lord. Um, What do you think I should do about it? Or there's a song. I don't know if you know Jonathan McReynolds. Um, I do he's not. not. He's not super popular, but <laughs> he has a song called Situation. You guys should go <laughs> listen to it. And it's basically like, I'm not asking for a certain outcome. I'm not asking for a certain answer. I'm just inviting you into my situation. He uses the word like, I'm inviting you into my situation. And I love that because it's like, I don't know what I need to be asking God for. Yeah. I, I don't know the answers to everything, but I want to invite God into my situation. So like as I'm sitting in silence or walking in silence or driving in silence, just invite God into those situations that you're having. And then I kind of, okay, so now I have all my crazy thoughts out of my head. I've invited God into my situation or whatever. And then I always want to go into like, okay, God, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? You know, like then you always want to just like ask God specific prayer requests, but I always try to, okay. I don't want to say always. I try to catch myself and be like, okay, let me praise God first. Yeah. That is not natural for me to want to do. And I usually say, God, will you? And then I'm like, nope. First, I'm going to thank God for some things. And I love, that's like your podcast. You start with being grateful. Yeah. Thank God. Thank you for this, whatever. And that kind of like also rewires your mind. And then I move into, okay, now God, I have this going on. Would you help heal this person? Would you give me wisdom for this decision I need to make? Will you watch over these people who are traveling? Like then I kind of like go into the petitions. And if you do all that, I feel like that takes a lot. I feel like it spent me, it took me a long time just explaining it. If you're truly doing that, that could take hours and hours and hours. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you're being intentional and going through those different categories, I think so too. But I do like what you said about how, you know, we think of prayer as a certain thing, but what you described, just like inviting God, say, we're, we're going on this walk together, or I'm setting aside this time to be with you. I do think that that is prayer. And I can get kind of distracted by like, oh, I have to, you know, refocus, refocus. And I don't give my mind that space to wander, which might be helpful to just kind of get it out of the way. And then I'm not creating this like negative experience of like, oh, I can't do it right. I keep messing up. You know, like I like what you said about just invite God to be in whatever is currently happening with you and, you know, just giving him that space and inviting him into it because, I've definitely had experiences like just because, you know, I got home from school a little while ago. So that's on my mind. But I definitely have had times at work that are just chaotic. And I don't have time to sit there and, you know, pray what we think of as like a traditional prayer. But I just am like, Lord, help me. <laughs> like That's all I got. And I'm, I do, I just want him to be in that space with me and to give me words when I need certain words and to calm my heart. Um, and so I really like that example you gave of the walk of just saying, all right, I'm going with him and at least we are eliminating the noise and you are making space for that to actually happen. Well, and I feel like it's more genuine, you know, like yeah. if, if you're trying to pray a structured prayer, like, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank mm-hmm. you for my family. Thank you for my friends. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but I feel like God might like it better to just go on a walk with you and yes. hear all your thoughts about your day and all your worries. And you're just, you know, he knows exactly what's going on in your mind at all times. So we don't have to fake anything in front of him. So just be genuine and, and enjoy it. And don't feel so, don't put so much pressure on yourself to have like the perfect prayer. 
Yeah, I've never thought about before, but as you were saying that, it reminded me of just how people get frustrated when all other people say to them is like, hey, how are you? Good. Yeah. Good. Like, that's probably the equivalent of when we are talking to God, if we're like, we literally just say the same thing every time without having genuine <laughs> feeling behind it. It probably is like equivalent of just making small talk instead of just being yourself. Like the people you're closest to, you feel like you can actually express what's going on and where your mind really is and you don't have to like make it sound pleasant and sugarcoat it and all of that yes I agree I agree that's a good way to look at it and I feel like we've kind of gone off a prayer gone off on a prayer tangent Mm -hmm. but I think this goes directly back to eliminating noise if you have noise in your ears of whatever form you don't have that space to talk to God for that extended period of time. If you're listening to something or talking on the phone, that time is no longer there. And so it's like, okay, are we, what are we prioritizing? Are we prioritizing listening to something, talking to someone, or are we prioritizing prayer? And so I think it loops back to that. Like, I think they go hand in hand prayer and having that quiet time. Um, I have some other benefits of not listening to stuff that's not nearly as spiritual. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I work at a school and we have a janitor who I really like, like really nice guy. However, he always has headphones in Mm. and I think that's fine. I might do the same thing. I've definitely done many tests with my headphones in, but it's like, okay, I never know. Should I say hi to him? Can he hear right. Like, what do I do with this? I think that the headphones are like a representation of how we are not so open to people around us anymore. Yeah. And I don't know what life was like years ago. I was not alive. But um, just culturally, I feel like, okay, we don't want people to bother us. We got our headphones in. Don't try to talk to me. And I don't think that's the janitor's intention at all. He's actually super friendly, but it kind of creates that barrier. And when we are constantly listening to something, if we're on a walk, I've been on walks and um, the people who have their headphones in, you know, you don't say hi to them. You just kind of put your head down and keep walking. They might stop and say, oh, this is my dog. Yeah. What are you like? Are you enjoying the weather? And it just when I have those moments, I'm like, that was really nice. Like I just talked to a stranger and yeah, <laughs> which is pathetic because it shouldn't be that big of a deal, but, but it is these days. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And there's been times when the janitor has taken out his headphones and sat down across from me and told me about his grandkids and, Oh, we're going to the zoo this weekend. And I love those moments, but it's like, they're so few and far between because of the headphones. Yeah. And- who knows what he's listening to. And I'm sure if I had to clean a whole school, I would want something to get me through that music wise, but. Um. Oh, for sure. But my confession is I will do that with like even smaller tasks. I'm like, Oh, I I'm about to cook dinner. I better like pull up a YouTube video to entertain me while I'm cooking dinner. It's like, why can't I just be present and cook my dinner? <laughs> right. Right. I'm the same way. No, I'm the same way. But it's like, okay, why? Why? What do you think is your motivation for listening to something while you cook dinner? Is it because you want to be entertained? Is it because you don't have to think about anything? Like, what would you say would be your reason? Or do you even know? (laughs) I think it's wanting to be entertained. Because, um, no, I think that I want to be entertained at the same time. Like, I'm like, oh, this task is not interesting enough. Therefore, I need to... Well, okay. Also though, another, actually two more confessions. Okay. Confession number one is I not so much on social media. Well, sometimes Instagram, but like, even with like YouTube and stuff, there's certain people that I just enjoy their content. And so I will literally watch something. Cause I'm like, Oh, they've put out a couple of videos since I last watched. Like, and I feel like it's almost like a task, like, Oh, I want to catch up on whatever, almost like it's a TV show. And so that's one confession. <laughs> and then the other confession is Um, when you were telling your story about the janitor, I realized I have gone to the gym and there were times that like, I was trying to eliminate noise. And so I didn't turn anything on in my ears, but I literally kept my headphones in (laughs) 
for the sole purpose of what you said like you were like it's probably not his intention I was like no it is my intention that no one will speak to me right now (laughs) which is so just I don't know like Jesus I know we're not Jesus and you know but I'm like Jesus made time for people to interrupt him and I think that is part of my problem is I don't want to be interrupted and I'm like almost idolizing my time as if it is more important than other people's time. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to get into the gym, do my thing, get out. I want to, you know, get my stuff done, go home. I hope nobody stops me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will, I will have that mindset to where like, I'm not making space to be interrupted. Like we talked about for prayer and God, but like, I also have done that with people like tried to, you know, block out what's happening around me because I'm so, focused on a task in the moment that I'm not making time for people and I see it as an interruption when really like you said like when it does happen and you stop and talk to someone it's a positive interaction and you never regret it at the end (laughs) right right I don't know I know I kind of went off on a couple different directions there but I think it's a combination of sometimes entertainment and then other times just trying to stay in my own little bubble and get something done because I feel like what I want to do is more important, which is not true. Yeah. And you brought up Jesus. And so I'll go on this tangent, but when I was like, okay, what does the Bible have to say about this? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that popped into my head, I was like, well, when Jesus was walking around, he didn't have his headphones in and granted, he didn't have that opportunity. Would Jesus be walking around with, um, something in his ears so he can't talk to people or when he's doing whatever, is he going to be, you know, super distracted by these YouTube videos? I don't know for sure, but I would doubt it. And so I doubt it (laughs) as we try to be more like Jesus. It's like, okay, well, let's just be mindful. And we don't have to do it all the time. Like, do I always have walks in complete silence? Absolutely not. Like my last walk I went on, I was listening to something, but I think it's just something to consider. Like, mix it up, bring in some silence, talk to people. Sometimes, sometimes you can have your alone time. Sometimes you can not be bothered, but then sometimes it's like, well, talk to people and be friendly. I think it's a balance for sure. Yeah. It doesn't have to be another super rigid, like rule that you're adding to your life. Cause you know, that's probably just going to add more stress and stuff like that. But I agree with you that even just being intentional about sometimes making that choice, is definitely going to balance it out and give you the opportunity. And like you said, when you do that, it makes you want more, you know, moments of peace and silence. So it'll probably naturally happen that like when you choose to set aside, you know, however many walks or like sometimes maybe like your drive to work, you do in silence and your drive home, you can listen to something or whatever. But once you start balancing it out, you might just naturally end up creating more space for that and your regular life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and not even just with other people, it's like when you're not listening to something, I feel like your other senses are almost heightened. And I don't know if that's scientifically correct, but when you're listening to something, it's like, you're not really seeing what's in front of you. No, maybe. Okay. Let me say, I'm not seeing what's in front of me when I'm listening to something I can drive, but am I really seeing, okay, oh, wow, look at that beautiful sunrise or, oh, wow, um, there's some kids running down the street on the sidewalk. Isn't that so cute? Like you're not, you're not really looking at other things. I even saw on Google today, which I don't know if this is true or not, but they said that when you're listening to something loudly, it even decreases your sense of taste. Like you can't taste sweet or salty as much. And it's like, you're focusing so much on putting things in your ears it's like everything around you, like the world is just duller because you're not, you're not present. You're in your mind. You're focusing on what you're listening to and, and you can't really take in the world around you as much. The other morning I was going on a walk and, um, I did not have my headphones in that day. And I heard like some rustling in the grass kind of to the right side of me. And I turned and looked and I saw baby foxes, Bailey. They were so cute. And I saw them jumping around, running. And I was just like, if I had my headphones in, I wouldn't have heard the grass rustle. And I wouldn't have turned and saw those cute little foxes. And it's like, okay, what else am I missing out on? We don't even know what we're missing out on. No. We're so caught up in our mind and distracted. And so... 
I've noticed when I go on walks or I keep saying walks. I just love walks. That's that is, that is probably <laughs> the primary place this applies to me as well. Open the window and listen to the birds. When do people mm-hmm. just listen to birds? Which I think part of my issue is like God's convicting them. But also I feel like I'm just becoming an old grandma lady. <laughs> like, I was going to say... I totally could relate though. Like when you were talking, I was like, yeah, when I didn't, when I chose to take my walks in silence, like I noticed the birds <laughs> chirping or like people walking past, like you're friendlier. And I can just imagine older people like hearing something like this and they're like, well, yeah, that's how it works. But we just have grown up having access to maybe not our entire childhood, of course, but like not as much as kids like that are just now growing up, but like we grew up with the options like yeah. to listen to things and watch things. And so for us, it's going to have to be an intentional choice. Whereas for previous generations, it was just how they did life and they were better at socializing than we are. Yes. And they were better. Honestly, they probably had less anxiety than we do mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff that we don't even realize is like some of it, a product of like our own choices that we're making is like, Oh, I'm finding it harder to talk to people or, I don't want to go do this thing. It's like, well, some of that's probably from just us constantly being entertained. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Our generation has had to deal with something that the older generations haven't. And it's just, it's just getting worse. There's always something to distract us or take our time. But bottom line is we're getting old, Bailey. (laughs) That's it. Honestly, we are. We are, but honestly, I'm thriving in some of that stuff. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> I love just time with my friends or with my husband without technology. Like, I'm, like, I really have noticed some of that stuff where I'm like, wow, that was just so wholesome and, you know, or like walking and enjoying nature. And I'm with you. I know. It's kind of a grandma mindset, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing I will say is when I stopped listening to stuff so much, I actually had more energy, which I don't know. Again, I have zero facts to back up any of this. It's just my own personal experience. But I realized when I was listening to stuff, I would use my emotional energy or whatever, whatever it is, thinking about other people's problems or getting excited over other people's stories or whatever you're listening to music, whatever. And I just, it was zapping my energy without even realizing it. Cause then I would listen to something and then, okay, then I need to go talk to a person. Well, I don't want to talk to this person because I just had a whole story going through my mind about something that's not even important. Like it's entertaining. Sure. But now I can't come to this conversation with a real person and give them a hundred percent because I just wasted on something less important. And so I think probably more so for introverts who have a limited energy supply when it comes to interaction, Um, but just cutting down on listening, even though I didn't feel in the moment, I don't feel like it's taking my energy, but I realized that I had more when I cut that out. So that's something else to consider if you're, if you are an introvert or might have those tendencies No, I think that's true. Because I've had moments too, like you said, where you feel like, oh, I have to turn something on to drive down the road. And because I feel like sometimes at the end of the workday, I just feel like overstimulated and like it's been like, go, go, go. And I've had to be on. I get in the car and there have been moments where I'm about, like I literally open my podcast app and I'm like, no, yeah, (laughs) I need a moment. And then I will turn it back off and I'll set my phone. I'm like, no, no, I can do this drive home in the silence because Mm -hmm. my brain literally needs that to like decompress. And then I do think, I don't know about, I haven't noticed myself with more energy, but I do just have more clarity in my mind because typically then that like transition to your home for the evening, I typically have other like things on my to-do list, not related to work. And so I feel like if I'm not listening to something, I have that time to gather my thoughts organize like what's going on whereas if I just mindlessly listen to a podcast or music the whole drive home then I'm like just starting that process when I get home yeah I mean like you're using we're like oh I'm multitasking it's like well but am I doing that for something that's actually helpful for me or not and again I am not saying I'm going to stop listening to things all the time but 
I do think that there are times that I need that and I need silence and solitude and like to recharge, to get back on the same page with God, to kind of like, just think your own thoughts. Like you said, not be thinking about someone else's problems, which you probably can't do anything about (laughs) if you're just (laughs) listening to a podcast. So, well, and it doesn't have to be a super long time. I feel like I've kind of given examples where it's like, oh, I go on an hour long walk and I do this is this, but I read a book. I can't think of what it was called, but the guy was talking about uh, the power of pause. And so when you get home from work, don't jump out of your car, grab all your bags and rush inside and start cooking supper. Turn the car off and sit there for two minutes. That two minutes is probably going to feel like a really long time just sitting dead quiet in your car. But it's just two minutes of your day and just be quiet, take a deep breath and give that transition some time. And so you're not just feeling like you're rushing through your day. He said he'd lace his head on the steering wheel, but I was like, I'm not doing that. I feel like if someone drove by, they'd be like, is she okay? (laughs) I actually love that idea. Yeah. Um, Anytime you're transitioning, he said, just take a two minute pause. And so I don't do that very well because I'm rushing so much. I usually don't even think to do that. But the times I have, it's actually really beneficial. So it doesn't even have to be a long period of silence that you're taking part in. Just just two minutes. I have noticed a couple of times because, well, first of all, I feel more recharged and at peace if I'm able to spend some time outside just in general. So the times I have just taken a pause like that are usually like I've already been outside. If I have time to read my Bible outside in the morning, that's like my ideal scenario. (laughs) So there's been a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I better get in the car. I better get to work. I better get there early. And I have had a few days where I'm like, okay, but the temperature outside is perfect. And like we said, like I hear the birds and there's like this breeze and I will just stand there on my balcony holding my coffee for a moment and I'm like nope I'm just gonna look at the sky I'm gonna take some breaths (laughs) and it does like it just settles you in a way that we I think oftentimes skip over or we don't feel like we need that where let's just bring it back to Jesus again Jesus did he purposefully sought out time alone with God and you know, we like to see how much we can accomplish and all that stuff. But if he needed to do that, we most definitely do. And I really love the idea of like the transition pause, like just have a moment, have some quiet, like, you don't have to just immediately rush to the next thing. Yes, yes. And for our token Bible verse, (laughs) I feel like you have to have a Bible verse. And what you said made me think of this Luke 516. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed often like a lot and so I don't think we can just be like oh well I went on a quiet walk last month it's like I (laughs) I think we need to like incorporate that into our our daily lives find that moment to stand on your balcony and look at the sky just find something every day you know like do it often Mm -hmm. but you can start small Yeah, the world's not going to fall apart if you take some time for yourself. Because, okay, also, now that we're on our little Jesus segment of (laughs) this idea, I was thinking, too, though, what we think of as Jesus's ministry was not that long. Like, Mm -mm. his time of going around, preaching, healing people, doing miracles, like, teaching in the temple, like, that was a few short years, and he still made time like can you just imagine like there's you know he could heal people there's so many people in need there's so many people that wanted his attention and that it would have been a good work or a good thing to literally take care of all of them (laughs) but if he showed us as an example like he had limited time and he often went off to pray by himself then we most definitely need that (laughs) that is a great point and it yeah, because he had the capacity to do more than any of us. Yes. Yet he chose not to. So just because we can do something and we have all this going on, that doesn't mean like following Jesus' example, it means we say no and we go and we sit and we're quiet. Yeah. Which is kind of liberating. Like we have that permission to do that. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. I love that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a 
more task oriented person and kind of like a duty <laughs> person like that is hard. but I definitely I like the way you said it about like we have permission because it is more of that it's not that I don't think that'd be good for me it's that I feel like I'm like oh but I have to do whatever and really I don't have to mm-hmm. yeah so something I had been thinking about just overarching this whole topic is what is your default like is your default noise is your default turning on the radio is your default um listening to a podcast on the walk is your default turn on music while you're cleaning the house or is your default silence and then oh maybe today i'll turn on the radio Mm -hmm. like what is the default and i would say for most people myself included the default is we have something playing yes would you you agree with me on that oh yeah tv YouTube, music, something. Yeah. And so I'm trying to switch my mindset to the default is nothing. The default is silence. The default is I'm doing this task with God. And it can sound, that sounds so dramatic and like too much, but it's like, really? What harm am I going to cause by praying too much? You can't pray too much. You can't spend too much quiet alone time with God. So even though that feels or sounds kind of dramatic. I, I don't think it is. It might be a radical thought in the world we're living in, but in the grand scheme of things, I think letting your default be silence. And then maybe you think, okay, do I want to listen to music today? Sure. I'll listen to music today. Not like, oh, I'm listening to music. And then maybe I should turn this off, like switch your mentality, switch your default. Mm-hmm. I like that. Something I do, like something something out of the ordinary to like have on noise just for the sake of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and that's not easy. And you start small, obviously something I started doing this school year is on the way to work. I will not turn on the radio. I will sit in silence and let my mind wander and give thanks and pray. Like that's just something small. My drive to work is like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's something small I've incorporated. And now I've noticed it's like on the way home, I don't even want to listen to the radio anymore. It's like, I want to just have that quiet time and prayer time or whatever. And so I think the car is a good place to start because you're, you can kind of control who you're around. I mean, a lot of people are probably moms or they have kids or they live in a big household. They're probably like, it's easy for you to say, Rachel, you don't have anybody around you. Like, yeah, you can sit <laughs> silence all the time. I did not once think as we were, which is really bad. I did not once think as we were recording this about people who literally are constantly, you know, with their kids and kids are not quiet. Yeah. But, but okay. That's a good point. But also like, I think that those people still would have the option though, to add extra noise to their life or not. And like, yeah. Yeah you could still eliminate some form of noise or distraction from your mind. Yeah. And I would say if you have kids or you're around, you live in a noisy household, plan to have times of silence. Like it's not Mm -hmm. just going to happen. Like, Oh, looky here. I have an hour of silence. Like it's not going to happen. And so plan. Okay. Saturday morning from six to seven in the morning or in the evening, whatever I'm, I'm not going to be around people. I'm going to let everybody know I'm going out on a walk and plan for it. And then hopefully people will accommodate <laughs> your request of being alone. But yeah, it's it's not going to just happen. But okay, I actually have an example as well, not from personal experience, <laughs> because I've watched YouTube vlogs in the background of my life. <laughs> No, but I actually thought this was really cool. And again, I'm not a mom. I don't know the struggles of being a mom. I don't know theories, whatever. I'm just sharing. Okay. Um, but I was watching a vlog. I think it was Milena Ciciotti. She's got two kids. And she has, like, already had her kids practicing, like, quiet time. And what was happening, like, in the video is she had her youngest kid was sleeping and the older one maybe she was like I don't know three four or something I thought this was so cool she told her like this is your quiet time and so you can pick something to like do quietly and so she could like read a book or she could like 
play with toys that didn't cause noise or anything like that. And she was like very gentle about it. And she reminded her. And so then Malena, who was the mom, like she also had quiet time because Mm -hmm. then her kids. So like, again, that probably depends on your kids and their personalities and whatever. But I just, I had never seen something like that before. And I was like, that is very interesting. Like it's different than nap time. It's like, this is your, your quiet time that you get to choose something that you like that is quiet. And that frankly is probably helpful even for kids to learn as a practice growing up because they're going to have plenty of distractions and noise more so than we even did. Right. It's, it's a good quiet time for the mom and Mm -hmm. how the kid is going to be better off as an adult being comfortable in silence. I think a lot of us are just uncomfortable in silence. We don't want to have to uh, think about our thoughts. (laughs) We don't have to, you know, be alone with ourselves. So I think that's great. A great idea for, Mm -hmm. for littles. Yeah. Especially if you can't get away, if you're like, well, I actually can't, you know, leave or someone else can't watch them or whatever. You don't have your alone time, like just trying it out and seeing if you can help your kids learn how to have time in silence as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just say there's going to be issues. It's not going to be perfect planning your silence and quiet time or whatever, but just resist the temptation to be like, Oh, it's too hard. I can't incorporate this into my life. And doesn't want us to be quiet. He knows that if we're quiet and we have quality time with God, like our lives are going to change. Yes. And he's going to fight that. He might send good things your way. I don't, I don't know if that's biblical Bailey, (laughs) but (laughs) I I don't think that's necessarily true, but even good things, I guess, can be a distraction from God. Like, oh, hang out with your friends, have a packed social calendar, and then you won't have time for God. So even though it seems good, it's, it's not the best. When, well, I was just gonna say, when I was doing my Easter weekend um, silence, I felt scared, truly, when I was going into it. And I was like, why do I feel afraid of not listening to something for four days. Like Mm -hmm. how pathetic have I gotten that I feel afraid? And I was, I think it's just because it's different. Maybe that spirit of fear is like, you will be so bored. You will, um, you know, not have anything to do. You won't have anything to listen to. And your weekend's just going to be totally wasted on nothing good. And that's so strange to even say that I felt afraid, but I did. So just entering in, be aware that it's, it's not going to be easy. You it have might to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I was just going to say, this is related to the social thing, but um, I think that that also goes with noise and that, like you said, a good thing could be made into something that is a distraction because um, I have, you know, had some trouble <laughs> with sometimes like <laughs> overscheduling stuff and, you know, not taking time with no plans. And so um, I was talking with Micah, who is my sister, if anyone is listening, who's new, but <laughs> um, I was talking with Micah about all of these plans coming up in the summer. And she and I were trying to schedule something and we were talking about this certain weekend. And I was like, actually, no, I was like, I don't want to do anything that weekend. I was like, I know that I have to like, do something specific or do something out of town the weekends before and after. I was like, I am planning nothing. (laughs) And she was like, that's such a good idea. She was like, you protect that weekend. Don't do it. You know, like have a weekend of rest. And I think that that kind of goes along with this too. Like you're going to have to be intentional. You're going to have to make it happen because our lives very easily fill up with just busyness and noise and obligations. Yeah, you are so right. I'm glad you said that. It's like you do almost have to mark it on your calendar. Like, because I feel bad saying no to people if I don't have anything going on. Yes. Like, you didn't have anything going on. So it's like you don't have a tangible excuse. But if you put it on your calendar, I'm not doing anything this weekend, then you can tell people I've planned for that. And yes. so thinking ahead and resist the temptation, like, oh, but it's going to be so fun. No, just no. <laughs> you have to breathe. You have to. <laughs> breathe. You have to breathe and create that space for time with God. It's worth it. It is definitely worth it. And the more you do it, the more it will, you will see the fruit of it in your life and you will enjoy quality time with God. And it's not something, it won't be, it won't be a chore anymore. It will be something that you look. 
Oh, definitely. I would look forward to it having just time alone, time for rest. Just, oh, okay, I'll stop after this. But I was going to say that reminds me of just like the discipline of taking a Sabbath and how people always, you know, you say that like you have to plan for it and you have to say this, I will not do anything on this day that, you know, I'm setting aside intentionally as a day of rest. And you don't have to feel bad about saying no and you don't have to feel like, you're letting someone down because you do need just time to recharge. Mm-hmm. And I think that could apply to the noise as well. Just like you don't have to feel obligated to stay up to date on certain things, or you don't have to feel like you, you know, have to be caught up on what all your friends are talking about. If it's just too much. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of the ber- the verse, am I pleasing man or am I pleasing God? Mm-hmm. And I have the tendency to just want to make people happy and I want I want to please everybody, but I don't want to do that at the expense of not pleasing God. And so just keeping that in the forefront of my mind, it's like, what are my priorities? God is my priority. So everything else, everything else can happen in its own time, but it's just not my priority. Right. Any last thoughts? I feel like I've said all I've got about it. Yeah. No, I think let your default be silenced. And then if you decide to listen to music, if you decide to listen to podcasts, do it, but be intentional about it. Don't yeah. just constantly have things going. That's my, that's my national anthem right now. That's what I'm preaching. I like that as <laughs> of a thought to take with you. It's just like be intentional. Yeah. Like we're not telling you to completely give up everything that you like, <laughs> but oh, be intentional. Yeah. Like make the choice on purpose to, you know, add something good to your day. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining. I loved hearing your thoughts and I really enjoyed, I think I got some ideas like for my own application of this. So I hope other people also enjoyed and had good takeaways, but thank you so much for sharing and being willing to talk. And I just want to throw out there that you are more than welcome back since you said you felt like you had a few different things you could have talked about. So yes, well, it was really fun. No, it was really fun. I'll be back. I'll be back. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you want to give feedback on this topic, share other topics you want to hear about, or share what you're grateful for, you can follow the Instagram page, Morning by Morning Podcast. I would love to hear from you. Remember to find something to be grateful for today.